Hey everybody, welcome back to the Ohioan Podcast. Craig Schaup here with Bob Garver, our New York City film critic. If Bob is here, that means we're talking movies. And Bob is here with a fresh slate of holiday releases. Even as we get into December here, we had some big releases over the Thanksgiving holiday. And uh, the first one we'll talk about is Disney's latest, which is usually a tradition around Thanksgiving. Strange World is their November release this year. Bob, they've had some magical releases in the past on uh, around the November mark. They've had a little bit of a downturn, maybe, with uh, some people not liking Lightyear with the Pixar brand. This is the Disney brand bringing Strange World to the uh, to the theater. Didn't really get a good box office return, but is the movie worth seeing? Uh, not really. The um, the downturn, as you call it, continues. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know if this is just this is just an off year for them creatively. Um, outside of Turning Red, which uh, went directly to Disney Plus, sure, um, which which is the one of their uh, three animated movies this year that probably most should have gone to theaters. Right. But uh, yeah, Strange World uh, is not uh, not one of their better ones. Um, tells the story of uh, this um, the, this family, the Clade family that uh, lives in a village surrounded by unpassable mountains. Um, Jaeger Clade, uh, voiced by Dennis Quaid, is an explorer, um, and he um, makes it his life's mission to uh, pass the unpassable mountains. Um, and it's at the expense of his uh, relationship with his son, Searcher Clade, played by Jake Gyllenhaal, uh, the two have a falling out when Searcher discovers a um, an energy source uh, for the town, um, and chooses to uh, to share that with the town rather than join his father uh, on his mission to conquer the mountains. Um, the two don't see each other for 25 years, and uh, Searcher goes and starts uh, his own family uh, with his wife, played by Gabriel Union, and. Um, they have a, uh, a son named Ethan. Um, one day, the um, the power source that Searcher has discovered stops working, and uh, he goes on a mission to uh, to restore it. Uh, it takes him uh, deep under the mountains, where he uh, where he and Ethan run into the father uh, Jaeger again, and so it's uh, three generations going on an adventure to. Uh, Three generations going on an adventure to uh, restore this power source and maybe uh, conquer the mountains along the way. Well, you know, it, from the trailers and everything I've seen, it, it seems kind of a maybe deriv a derivative from you know Fantastic Voyage and maybe yeah, Journey that's definitely where it gets old. some of its visual style, and it is a it is a very nice visual style. You know, is it is it just the the lack of creativity? I mean, Turning Red, I agree with you, was was probably the one film that uh, the studios maybe should have gotten behind and released theatrically. Um, do do you feel like maybe the creativity this year just wasn't there with Lightyear, of course, being a sequel or prequel or whatever you want to call it, and then here you have something that's sort of something maybe people have seen before with you know Fantastic Voyage and other you know films like that. Well, I mean, I. I've never actually sat down and watched Fantastic Voyage. I know I kind of know, I certainly know of it in its style, but sure. 
um, you know, saying we've all seen it before is, is a bit of a is a bit of a stretch. Overall, uh, you know, what maybe works or just overall doesn't work? Is it just the story that falls flat? Or, I mean, you know, obviously yeah. Disney known for animation. Is the animation at least solid here? Yeah, the animation is is solid. There's some great uh, creature designs um, along this voyage. It's um, they, they capitalize on some opportunities that they didn't capitalize on with, um, with Lightyear when it comes to... Um, Doing some impressive, uh, some impressive things visually, but uh, the script just isn't there. Sure. Uh, final grade here for uh, Strange World. See, uh, it's it's a forgettable movie. Okay. And uh, I don't think there's going to be a lot of people uh, clamoring to see it in the future. Okay. Well, you know, moving on, another sort of uh, maybe something we've seen before, but uh, in a different way here with uh, a Knives Out mystery, Glass Onion. Uh, the sequel here to uh, the very popular Knives Out. Now, this is a movie that will be streaming on Netflix, but it did get a nice theatrical release of one week that you were able to go see. Uh, tell us a little bit about Glass Onion. Uh, well, yes, Glass Onion is a sequel to Knives Out. Um, there are no returning characters except for Detective Benoit Blanc, played by Daniel Craig um, at his Southern Fried Best. Uh but uh, yeah, he um, goes to the island of a tech billionaire played by Edward Norton, um, who has invited uh, a collection of friends over to uh, solve his murder. Um, and there's a big question of, uh, you know, will he, will this Edward Norton character be murdered? Will somebody else be murdered? Has somebody already been murdered? Is anybody safe? Uh, and it's only after you answer those questions uh, that you can answer the question of by or from who. So, um, okay. Now, did you see the first movie? Did you see Knives Out? Yes, I actually saw it twice. It's probably the most recent movie that I've seen more than once in theaters. Okay. Uh, I'm assuming that you enjoyed it since you watched it twice or? Yes. Okay. Um, you know, obviously, I, I don't know at the time, maybe Ryan Johnson felt like he was going to have a sequel or maybe a series of movies uh, with this character, uh, you know, sort of like almost, almost a, sort of like what we see now with Kenneth Branagh doing the murder on the Orient Express and some of those those movies. I mean, did were, were you expecting a sequel? Were you happy that there was a sequel? And, and does it sort of live up to that first one's uh, sort of surprise hit that it was? Um, I think expecting is, is maybe a stretch. I'm not surprised there was a sequel because it did very well in theaters. People liked it. It got an Oscar nomination for its sure. screenplay. Right. Um, so I'm, I'm certainly not surprised there's a sequel, and I am glad there is a sequel because this is a very funny movie. Okay. Um, um, you know, obviously a great cast. I mean, any any standouts in this cast aside, maybe from, you know, that we people like we Norton, like Daniel Craig, obviously Edward Norton's a great actor, but uh, any other Craig, standouts? Norton, Janelle Monet, especially Kate Hudson. Kate Hudson, okay. um, tremendously funny. And uh, yeah, if, if you if anybody can still catch that, well, I guess they can't still catch this in theaters. But um, once this hits Netflix, um, you know, people are going to have a blast watching this movie. I wish it had played longer in theaters. I wish it had played in more theaters because it uh, it came in third uh, at the weekend box office, even though it's playing on only about a sixth the number of screens as uh, Strange World. Right. Um, and 
if it, if it was played on a few more screens, I have no doubt it could have been at least number two at the weekend box office, maybe number one taking over oh, yeah. or uh, overtaking Black Panther. Uh, but as it is, it came in third on only 600 screens. Do you think that, uh, you know, obviously this is still about 22 days away or so from releasing on Netflix. Do you feel like maybe with that success, like you mentioned there on the limited screens, that maybe they might uh, get another run here in the theaters either either before the December 23rd Netflix release or maybe after that just to kind of rec- – I mean, obviously they made a little bit of money off of that theatrical cut. I mean, I'd like to see that, but I, I think um... – I think the the release template is kind of set in stone at this point. Sure. But I mean, there's there's definitely money to be made if they if they decide against it. Okay. Well, and I'm assuming uh, you know based off of your your excitement here over this, is this uh, something you want to continue seeing more of? Do you, would you like to see more of these uh, you know knives out mystery movies? I mean, is this I, something that has legs for a, a franchise of even more films? I could watch these characters all day. I could have used another hour or so in this movie. Um, and I would definitely like to see more movies in the future. Okay. Uh, final grade here for uh, Glass Onion and Knives Out Mystery. B. B. This is okay. this is one of the most fun times you'll have at the movies this year. Absolutely. Oh, or watching a movie this or year. Or at home, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. We don't, we, we don't guess, usually talk uh, streaming. Yeah. I guess it has something in common with uh, Turning Red and that they're both going uh, directly to streaming and that they're both among the best movies of the year but uh sure. but yeah they should have gone to theaters or spent more time in theaters absolutely well uh and, and you know knives out or the glass onion here did a better box office than our next movie which is a little disappointing maybe as devotion is our last movie to talk about uh jonathan majors as he prepares probably for a decade's worth of playing a, a marvel superhero villain gets a, a chance to flex some of his uh, action and acting muscles here in Devotion. Tell us a little bit about this film. Yes, uh, Devotion tells the story of uh, Jesse Brown, a heroic Korean War fighter pilot, um, and uh, his relationship with his uh, white wingman, played by Glenn Powell of uh, of Top Gun Maverick. Okay, yeah. And, uh, yeah, they um, get into, you know, various adventures, both... Uh, both up in the air and uh, and on the ground. Okay. And um, you know, it's a it's a very well intentioned movie. Uh, obviously, uh, this is a character whose story, or this is yeah, a character uh, whose uh, story deserves to be told uh, because of his his real life heroism, um, both in his uh, war efforts and in uh, breaking down racial barriers. Um, that said, it's it's not a terribly interesting movie. Um, the character has already overcome uh, a lot of the uh, race-related obstacles uh, by the time we've met him. So, um, you know, a lot of the prejudice that he faces uh, doesn't faze him that much. Um, and I feel like maybe if there had been more emphasis on, on that struggle, um, this might have been a more interesting movie but but since we're already past it by the time we meet this character it's maybe not as interesting as it as it could be i mean he's still still very interesting we still uh you know see him with his um in his family life and and with his army mates and and doing heroism uh up in the air but um 
Yeah, I mean, aside from the fact that it's very well-intentioned and, and people are definitely putting their backs into it, um, it, it just this movie just never really came together for me. Right. Okay. A final grade for Devotion? Uh, C. Um, yeah, it, it just, it's not... It's it's not the it's not the total package that it that it wants to be. All right, Bob. Well, uh, what do you have coming up here next week? Uh, Violent Night, which uh, oh, looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, get into the and, Christmas um, spirit, huh? Yeah, yeah, and um, maybe uh, maybe we can do a top five list, like maybe top five movie Santas. Okay. Fantastic. Well, I can't wait to get into the Christmas spirit with you next week, Bob. As always, we definitely appreciate you uh, giving us your insight on uh, this week's, uh, this past uh, couple of weeks' releases. We will see you next week when we talk Violent Night. Thank you very much. This is the highlight of my week. <laughs>